Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. The Shepherd's Crook exists to provide care, counsel, and resources for pastors. You can get more information at theshepherdscrook.co. My name is Jared Sparks, and I'm a pastor coming alongside other pastors, reminding them of the chief pastor. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. This is episode 26. Hope you're doing well today. Uh, I want to talk to you today in the series, The Importance of a Decade, about year four of ministry. And I'm going to talk to you today about submission. Uh, great word, right? Submission. So we'll talk about that. It's a lesson that I learned that has stuck with me and will stick with me for the rest of my life. And that uh, it's good for you to learn sooner rather than later because we never are in a place in our lives where we're not submitting to somebody. So let's pray and ask for the Lord's help and then trust that he's going to give it. Lord, I just ask that you would give me wisdom, clarity, and direction as I talk to these uh, listeners about the uh, lesson that I learned on submission and, and unfortunately the insubordination that that uh, that I was in a few years ago, uh, many years ago now. And just ask that you would turn that to a positive good and help these guys uh, and, and anybody that's listening to begin to walk in positive submission for the rest of their lives. And I trust God that you're going to help. In Jesus' name, amen. I was an intern at a church about to be a campus pastor at a larger multi-site church in the area. <clears throat> and I had just done some reading by Yancey Arrington on gospel-centered children's ministry. And I'd started looking into curriculum, and I ended up finding out that our curriculum that we were using in our church wasn't the best. Uh, I think it was Fellowship Church's curriculum at the time. And so I came to the elders and and pastors of the church and said, hey, I want to I want to look at this, evaluate it, make some recommendations. And they, they commissioned me to do just that. They commissioned me to look at the curriculum, uh, bring back a report, and recommend any changes if needed. And I began to look at this curriculum, and I just, I was nervous. I mean, it was, uh, uh, it really was a lot of moralism. Our children's ministry director was doing a great job with it, but they had to modify a lot of it. And they were just doing a really good job. But I was young and, and passionate, zealous, and I was uh, very adamantly against this curriculum. Not the children's ministry leaders, not the leaders in any way. They were fantastic, and I still love them to this day. Uh, but this material was less than the best that was out there. Even though the best that was out there at the time it was before, like I said, as well as before Gospel Project. So there wasn't too many uh, great, great ones out there. But uh, before all these kids were, you know, were corrupted with this horrific moralism instead of the gospel, um, I uh, made my report and brought it to the elders. Well, they had decided that change was, in fact, needed and began to look at these other curriculums. And then we were going to sit down with our children's ministry director and have this meeting about changing curriculums. Well, that's hard. To change curriculums for a children's ministry director is a very hard thing. It's not an easy process. You have to learn a whole new system. You have to get your volunteers trained with a new system and curriculum and all that sort of thing. So my the executive pastor, who is my mentor, I just met with him last, last week. He's my mentor to this day. I, I love Greg. Greg took me out and sat me down, and he said, Jared, here's your role in this meeting. Absolutely nothing. Just sit and listen. We'll do the talking. This meeting is going to be hard, and I don't want you to say anything. I said, okay, I won't say anything, and I was prepared to sit there silently. Well, this meeting starts later in the afternoon, and we're sitting there, and the last place curriculum in my mind to be selected was selected, and I didn't get a chance to thumb through it before we, before we met. 
And as we're sitting at the table, I'm thumbing through this curriculum, and now I'm getting hot, and I'm getting frustrated, because this curriculum was very, very similar to the curriculum we were just throwing out. And in my mind, uh, these children and these children's ministry leaders and all these, everybody needs a hero here. And if, 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 if nobody else is going to be the hero, well, I'm going to pipe up and I'm going to be the hero. Well, uh, I did just that. And I went against what my pastor Greg told me to do. <clears throat> and I jumped in that meeting trying to save the day. And needless to say, I made the meeting far, far worse. It was horrible. Well, Greg was livid. He didn't show it visibly at first, but I think if he did, he would have jumped over the table and grabbed me around the neck and, and shook me a little bit. But he sat on his anger, sat on his fury, and then left work for the day. He couldn't handle being around me. Left work for the day, called our pastor and told him, the lead pastor, and told him why. And the lead pastor sat me down and said, Jared, you were insubordinate, you were insubordinate today. And I, you know, my gut sank to my toes, and I, I loved Greg, so I was nervous about what he was thinking and feeling, and he came back the next day and sat down with me, and he looked me right in the eye and said, Jared, I want to be able to trust you. I want you in meetings like that, but you can never do that again. So here's the deal. If you'll promise me right now that you'll take this lesson of insubordination and keep it in your pocket the rest of your life, and you'll make it a turning point, and you'll never do this again, then this whole thing is over. It's done. And we'll move forward. And I looked right back at him and I said, Greg, it's a done deal. I'll take the lesson and keep it, keep it with me forever. And that's what I'm talking to you about today. Submission to authority. Submission to authority is never going away. Pastor or soon to be pastor, one day pastor, you will always be submitting to somebody in your local church. If you're on a path of wanting to be the top dog anywhere and you're wanting to live a kind of life where you don't have to submit to anyone, well then you are a tyrant who probably never needs to be in leadership. You have to learn the gift of submission now. So who is it that we are to submit to and who is it that I'm currently submitting to? And then I want to challenge you uh, today in, in a unique way, younger younger leaders, younger pastor, uh, those who are feeling called to, to pastoral ministry. So here's who I currently submit to. I submit to God. I submit to God's word, his authority over my life as a pastor. And then I submit to our other elders, the elders of our church. That's who I submit to. I defer to their authority in my life. I am a fellow elder. And there are going to be times that we disagree or times that my preferences are not met. And I am required to, by the Lord, to submit to my leaders who are my pastors, my elders of the church. Even though I am the lead pastor of the church, I have co-pastors who I have to submit to. And then I am also submitting to the congregation. I, there are congregational members that are more gifted than I am, and I need to defer to their giftings. And here's the deal. The same way goes with marriage. And I am not uh, ever called to submit to my wife as uh, an authority over my wife. My wife is not an authority. I'm it, Clearly in the Bible, husbands are head of the, of the wife. But she is also a church member. And I, in this marriage of one flesh, need to learn the areas that I need to defer to her. And in a way, even though I'm not called to submit to her, she's called to submit to me. I practice that as I submit to Christ and as I submit to the congregation. I model this for her. And then I also defer to the areas in our marriage that she is more gifted than I. Not defer to her authority over me, but I defer to her giftings in our marriage. 
And so I want to practice this the rest of my life, modeling submission to people that are under my care, whom have to submit to me according to God's word. I want to practice submission first. So they're going to look to me and they're going to see a man who is under authority, not over everybody else. The challenge to you listeners today, say you're not in pastoral ministry right now. Well, who is it that you are called to submit to? You're called to submit to your pastors. Not to submit to them as a ruler over your life in the sense that they have complete control, where you lose all autonomy. That is unhealthy. Obey your leaders and submit to them as those who will have to give an account. They will have to give an account, and they are not dictators of your life. You are your own person. But you are called to willingly submit to them, not submit control of your life or you can't make decisions or they're making decisions for you, but you are called to defer to their leadership over you. And then to other church members, you are called to submit to their authority over you as well. And you are called to employ your authority as you're a church member in congregation as well. Your bosses, if you have a boss at work, submit to their authority. Even if your preferences aren't met, and they're probably not going to be because you're probably working a really crummy job right now, you still are called to submit to their authority. If you learn this lesson of submission now, you will, like I was able to in year four of ministry, put it in your pocket and keep it with you the rest of your life. And then as you grow older and older and older, there's going to be this drift in you that you just feel like because more and more responsibility is going to come your way as you're becoming the kind of man who can handle more responsibility. You get it. People just give it to you. And you need to be the kind of man who knows how to submit if you're going to know how to lead. If you don't know how to submit, you will never know how to lead. If you don't know how to follow Jesus, you can't ever lead people well. Good leaders, the best of leaders, know who they are to submit to, and they do it. Submission never goes away. It's a gift by God given to us that we are to walk in. So that's the challenge today. Who are you submitting to? And if you want to be a better leader, you have to learn how to follow better. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit theshepherdscrook.co. For care and counsel, please call, text, or email to set up a session. You can follow The Shepherd's Crook on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And please consider sharing this episode and leaving a review on iTunes or whatever other podcast platform you use. And let me encourage you to remember Jesus Christ.